from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and I'll worldwide, it's the Black it's and Blue Report. Black and Blue Report. Well, it's live, back in sort of, Louisiana. from I'm Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. Only five left in the uh, basketball season, but good to be with you from Studio B on Airline Drive today, as we'll uh, talk uh, some football, baseball, and basketball on today's Black and Blue Report. Certainly want to thank uh, Jared Sampson and... Uh, Jimmy Walker for helping us out yesterday as both Daniel Salerson and myself were out. Uh, they did a fine job in delivering the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. So uh, we're back in the uh, chairs today and uh, certainly ready to go. Last night was fun watching a college basketball wrap up their uh, season. The uh, Men's National Championship decided in uh, Dallas, Texas as Connecticut knocked off the uh, Kentucky Wildcats 60-54. to And defense wins championship, doesn't it? How about that? You know, we can talk about Kabaz Napier's 22-point performance and, and UConn's uh, lead wire-to-wire, but holding Kentucky to 39% shooting certainly was a big key for the uh, Huskies last night. And uh, Kentucky also scoring their fewest points in the paint since the tournament began. So defense wins, football, basketball, baseball, it, it doesn't matter. It always seems to come down to that. Napier, by the way, was uh, chosen as the uh, most outstanding player of the Final Four and uh, Connecticut, a team <laughs> defying really all odds last night. This is a team that um, lost their head coach due to health, lost some players because of, of different infractions and uh, problems in their program, were rejected basically by the uh, Big East leftovers, uh, and didn't even make the tournament a year ago. Here they are on top today as they've won uh, college basketball's men's championship and tonight, the uh, Huskies on the ladies' side can win on the, uh, the can win the uh, basketball women's championship. They take on Notre Dame in a battle of two unbeaten teams. There, if Connecticut's women win tonight, it'd be the first sweep of the men's and women's titles by the uh, same school since UConn did it. Uh, I want to say back in '04 is the last time it happened. Uh, so certainly they would like to be pulling off that feat again. It was 2004, as a matter of fact. So con- congratulations to the Huskies. College basketball has come to a close. I'll be curious to see which names uh, from the tournament emerge as we get ready for the NBA draft in June. And perhaps uh, Shabazz Napier's name uh, will be prominently uh, uh, talked about after the way he played over the last couple of weeks. Basketball-wise, on the Pelicans' front, we may have some news today about Anthony Davis. We're going to take you to practice just to make sure. Uh, Coach Monty Williams has suggested on Sunday that there is a conversation about whether or not to shut Davis down for the rest of the season, which is only five more games. But he's got those back problems, and it certainly affected him again in Portland on Sunday night. So Daniel Salerson is going to go to practice a little bit later here on the Black and Blue Report and get the latest from the Pelicans as they wrap up a late morning workout today before getting set for the Phoenix Suns tomorrow night at Smoothie King Center. One of uh, three final home games left for the Pelicans, by the way. We've got a big event coming up in May with regard to the Saints Hall of Fame Museum. It's a big fundraiser for the museum. Uh, it's on Sunday, May 18th. Uh, it is a reception and auction at the Saints practice facility that we want to uh, bring to your attention today if you haven't heard about it already. So Ken Trahan 
the director of the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, is our guest on Black and Blue Report today. We'll also touch upon the golf tournament to be played on May 19th at Chateau Country Club out in Kenner. We want to talk some pro baseball as well. We're uh, kind of in the mood, and the New Orleans Zephyrs are at home this week. Their season is just underway, and we're pleased to have the radio voice of the Z's, Tim Grubbs, as a part of our Black and Blue Report today. And then, as I mentioned, Daniel will have a practice report from the Pelicans facility before we get out of here on this Tuesday. So plenty to talk about tomorrow. We jump back into our draft preview series for the NFL as Steve Weish is uh, scheduled to join us. He'll break, help us break down a couple of things on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. But today, again, Ken Trahan, Tim Grubbs, and Daniel Sallerson. And we'll get started with some football next. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Uh, our next guest, well, I've known our next guest now for, gosh, a long time. I think when I first met Ken Trahan, he was calling UNL Privateer Sports, uh, including baseball, where I ran it. Well, actually, I probably ran into him during the basketball season, back when I was two in Tulane Green Wave, and one of the first people to help welcome me to town back uh, some 12 years ago, almost 13 years ago. Ken, how are you? Good to talk to you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Sean, and uh, happy to see how well you're doing, my friend. And uh, likewise, my friend, as uh, we get set for a busy May for you, I, there won't be any, many off days for you coming up uh, with regard to the Saints Hall of Fame and your other duties on the radio and whatnot. Well, it's, it's been an interesting journey, to say the least, with uh, running my website at sportsnola.com, which is 24-7, and doing all my radio shows on WGSO four times a week and appearing three times a week on on WRNO and doing TV shows a couple of times a week and of course, as you mentioned, running the Saints Hall of Fame Museum. It's it's quite a schedule, but it's a blessing, and uh, looking forward to what's to come. we got some big events coming up for the Hall of Fame. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. As Ken mentioned, he runs that show, and of course, we all know the physical aspect of the Saints Hall of Fame, but you all do many events around the year, and uh, certainly May 18th and 19th are big ones. I'm, I'm looking at the rundown for May 18th, uh, which would be the Fox 8 Saints Hall of Fame reception and auction, and Ken, I can't think of a better off-season event for Saints fans uh, perhaps to participate in. We're thrilled about it. It's been really good for three years, and it's grown incrementally. You know, we started off the first year and kept it small because we weren't sure, A, about the response, and B, about the overload in the facility. So we kept it kind of small and limited to the cafeteria the first year. By the second year, we expanded to the indoor facility where we now hold the auction, and that was the case again last year. Our coach, Sean Payton, is not only gracious, but he's tremendous in helping to – 
uh, jack up the auction level for so many outstanding Saints items that we have, as well as some other terrific items, including weekend stays and hotel stays and, and some really good uh, guitars and, and things of that nature. It's really nice uh, from the standpoint of the auction, and people do partake. And, of course, it's all you can eat and drink, and Pijon Caterers provides uh, the catering, and they, of course, are the official caterer of the Saints and Pelicans and do a great job. And Dean Pijon is somebody you can trust implicitly to provide a great product. So people enjoy that. And then in addition to that, people get an opportunity to tour part of the Saints facility and now even get a chance to see perhaps the main court of the Pelicans facility, which is a nice new addition of fantastic facility, state-of-the-art, none better in the NBA. So they get to see all that. And, of course, they love to see the Lombardi Trophy and take pictures with it. So all of that takes place on one night. It's only $50, and all proceeds go to the nonprofit St. Paul of Fame Museum, which is located at Gate B on the plaza level of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Yeah, that event, uh, Ken, is from 5 until 8 p.m. on the Sunday night. As you mentioned, the auction, the food, the drink, the tours, the trophy, the whole nine yards. Uh, Coach Payton will be there. Um, when you talk about the, the 19th, there's a golf tournament, too, isn't there? Yeah, we've been doing this. This is our 23rd annual Saints Hall of Fame Celebrity Golf Classic. And people always ask about, is this a player event? Well, the Sunday night auction is not a player event, although we will have some prominent former players there, including some Saints Hall of Fame inductees. But on Monday is the player event. That's where a ton of Saints current players, it's always about 20 to 25 current players, along with Coach Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, and some of the uh, prominent coaches on the staff will participate along with Saints alumni and some Saints Hall of Famers who play People can pay for a foursome, or they can pay for a group of five, which includes a Saints celebrity. It's $1,200 for a foursome, $1,500 for a group of five, which includes a Saints celebrity to play with all day long. Uh, the other part of this event that's really nice, and of course everybody that plays gets a nice Saints uh, golf shirt along with the Saints cap, but in addition to that, it's a taste of New Orleans. John, when you look at what people get a chance to enjoy, there is a restaurant on every hole, and there are restaurants prior to the event, and there is food upstairs in the awards uh, luncheon after the event at Chateau and Kenner. So uh, it's one of those events where you better bring your appetite because it truly is a taste of New Orleans with some of the outstanding restaurants and caterers in the area providing for this event. And all proceeds, again, go to the St. Hall of Fame Museum. So it's a, it's a really fun time. It's a good fundraiser. It's at 9 a.m. and check-in begins at 8 in the morning. And and for both events, people can listen. I'll give my email address. I have no problem. I always do that. And people can email me at kentrahan at AOL.com. That's kentrahan, K E N T R A H A N, at AOL.com. And the phone number as well is 504 471 2192, which has the information on it. And if anybody needs a return call, I will return the call and, and let them know personally about everything. So we, we typically, we've sold this golf event out for seven straight years. We expect that will be the case again. And with the uh, auction and reception, we expect that that will, will do extremely well. We can take up to 400, and last year we did over 300, so I would not be surprised if we just about fill that as well. Two really good events, and we have five major events a year, and these two are partnered together. And We certainly look forward to it all to, to keep the uh, the uh, memory is alive. The Saints Hall of Fame has been in existence for over 25 years, and it encompasses the entire history of the franchise, from the awarding of the franchise on November 1st of 1966 to the present. And what's always uh, fun and interesting, Sean, is well, most museums are dedicated to things that have already occurred. Uh, this particular museum is dedicated to something that continues to unfold. So that's the challenge, is to update it on a regular basis and add new material and and new uh, parts of history, and Lord knows what the Saints have accomplished in the last 
decade, we've had a lot to add, and that's a good thing. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, when folks want to go over to the Hall of Fame Museum, when, when can they go? When, when is it open? Yeah, yeah the, the answer is real simple. We, we opened uh, by appointment during the week. Uh, you have to make an appointment because we're in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, and obviously you have events going on there. You have parking and things to consider. And So typically speaking, between uh, 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, uh, per availability, uh, we uh, are open for people. If they call and make an appointment, they email me and make an appointment. And the cost is $7 per person or $5 for any group of 10 or more uh, that wants to come. And they can pay, uh, you know, when they arrive by cash or check. So it's by appointment. And, of course, during the season, Sean, we're open uh, on game days, before the game, three hours before each game. Uh, and then, of course, for 45 minutes after each game. So and on game days during the season now, it's free to season ticket holders. So people that own tickets to the game and come to the games can come free during the season. But as mentioned, uh, during any part of the offseason, it's $7 per person or $5 for a group of 10 or more. And again, the contact information remains the same, 504-471-2192, or email me at kentrahan at AOL.com, and we're more than happy to facilitate people. We get calls from tourists in particular during the offseason that are going to be in town and they want to see the museum, and we're always happy to accommodate them regardless of the numbers. Outstanding stuff. Hey, Ken, before I let you go, Ken Trahan, by the way, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Ken, what, when you think back of your years running the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, what's most rewarding to you? Well, it's just seeing the, the joy on the faces of the fans. I mean, to me, that's what makes it all worthwhile. And that plus to just see the former players be connected to their organization. Uh, to let them feel like and let them understand that they are not forgotten, that they are appreciated, that we have something that memorializes them, and then we bring them back for our All Saints weekend, which is later. And that happens during the season when we have our annual induction luncheon and our gala, and we have alumni day where we bring them back for that weekend, and they thoroughly enjoy that. So those are the two aspects, the, the former players and coaches and those that have, have come before us and, and have been part of this, and I've been here since day one. And then, of course, as I mentioned, for the fans, and just to see the pure joy they get out of, of going through the museum and they see something and they say, man, I remember that. And, they, and then they reminisce about what section they sat in at Tulane Stadium or when the Dome opened in 1975 and about the players themselves and about some of the funny memories and about how hot it was or you know, how disappointing the loss was or how euphoric the win was and those type of things. And the other thing, last but not least, I really enjoy is when people go through the museum, and this happens all the time, and they come to me at the end of it, and they'll say something to the extent of, hey, I didn't see this in here. I have one of these. Would you like to have this? I mean, listen, uh, the, uh, a preponderance of what is in the museum is there because of the donation of fans. So truly, the mission statement of the Saints Hall of Fame is by and for the fans. And there's no doubt that this is truly applicable in, in the most sincere sense based upon what is exhibited in the museum. It's a great mission. It's a part of our culture. I will be fundraiser the 19th, and I almost I look at it less as a fundraiser, and I know that's most important to the mission of the Hall of Fame Museum, but really just another touch point for fans, really over two days there. Well, it really is, and since your season's over with with the Pelicans and you'll be devoting time toward the Saints, you need to be there too, so you bring your wife and come and enjoy yourself, okay? I think I'm going to do that. That's Sunday I the 18th from 5 until 8. There you go. Hey, good, you got an open good, good push at the end there, pushing me over the edge, Ken. I like that. <laughs> well, that's what you do for friends. You do a great job, and uh, and you're a credit to our profession. And I deeply appreciate you, and uh, keep up the great work with the Pelicans. And winning is not far away. I really believe that. And where the Saints are concerned, hey, you're with a winner there too, buddy. 
Yeah, Ken, I feel likewise about you, and I appreciate you coming on. We're looking forward to it. We'll see you in May, Ken. And, uh, hey, don't work too hard. I know that there are only 24 hours in the day, and you can't be on the air or riding all 24, but you're close to it these days. (laughs) Sleep is a rumor. It's just a rumor. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Ken Trahan (laughs) with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Don't forget the Fox 8 Saints Hall of Fame reception and auction is set for May 18th. Ken, I'm going to give your phone number one more time. It's 504-471-2192. It's a great weekend at Sunday and Monday, and uh, we'll, of course, uh, of course, bring it back up again as we get a bit closer. When we come back here on the Black and Blue Report, we'll talk uh, about Pelicans, and we got to get a practice report from Daniel Salerson. We'll also touch on the Zephyrs as their season is now underway, and we'll do that right after this. Dan Evans reporting live on the street for Newsbeat. People all across Louisiana are going crazy over getting their refund check. Reporter dude, I just got my refund check totally awesome. It seems a bit early to be getting a tax refund check, but wait, I just got word from the control room that refund check is a new scratch-off from the lottery where you could win up to $4,000. You can get your refund check at any lottery retailer, but you must be at least 21 to purchase. Refund check from the lottery rocks. Dude. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight on Wednesday, April 9th, when the Phoenix Suns come to town. It's Entergy Coastal Restoration Night at the Smoothie King Center, where the first 5,000 fans in attendance receive a Pelicans car charger, courtesy of Entergy. Tip-offs at 7 p.m., with the Pelicans Fest pregame block party getting underway at 5.30, featuring live music, interactive games for the kids, and more. Tickets start as low as $11 and are available now at pelicans.com. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. I want to thank Ken Trahan again for getting us up to speed on those big events for the Saints in the Hall of Fame Museum coming up in May. As we continue here on the Black and Blue Report, we'll certainly touch upon the Pelicans as Daniel will have a practice report for us. But certainly we've got to touch upon that, that neighbor of ours over across the way here off of Airline Drive, and that's the New Orleans Zephyrs. We've talked college baseball so far here on the Black and Blue Report. And uh, as you full well know, we have pro baseball in town too. And we're pleased to have the radio voice of the New Orleans Zephyrs, Tim Grubbs, join us here. How many years now, Tim, for you over there on Airline Drive? Well, Sean, appreciate you having me on the program. Good to talk with you. This is uh, lucky number 13 for me out here at the ballpark. That's amazing. That's amazing. 13's a good number, I promise. Yeah, I think so. I'm not too worried about it. I, you know, it's I, you know, I moved to New Orleans what in the fall of '01. I, I didn't think I'd be here, but you know, I've grown to love the city, and you know, my wife and I bought a home here, and hey, uh, it's, it's a great place, and the weather's perfect, and I'm just enjoying it. Well, we enjoy your call, that's for sure, and we're certainly glad that pro baseball is back in full swing in New Orleans. Um, I know that you guys are in the midst of a homestand and currently against Oklahoma City. How has the season started for the Z's? Well, we've kind of stumbled out of the gate. Opening night, we won. It was a fun night. We had a little more than 8,000 people out here and won the ball game, uh, you know, in, in the bottom of the eighth, 2-1. to one. But since then, you know, our pitching's kind of slipped. And, you know, we've got a very young team. You know, uh, this is the youngest Zephyrs team that we've had out here since I've been here, since the 2002 season. Uh, you know, a lot of guys, we have one guy the age of 30 or more. You know, where last year at this time we had about five or six of those guys. So I think it's still growing pains and not too concerned yet. But, uh, you know, off to a one-and-four start certainly could be better. But we've got a lot of bright young 
prospects. And I think it's nice to walk in the clubhouse and see the young kids and you know they're developing. And I think we'll turn things around here real soon. Give me some names that the Marlins have sent you all here at the AAA level that maybe fans will be able to watch this season grow. Well, with this separate team, uh, our center fielder, he's already made, you know, when you watch baseball tonight and, you know, you watch those programs, they have those web gems. He's already made four fantastic catches out there. And Jake Marisnik is, you know, 22 years old, so he's a young kid and, you know, he's fantastic out there in center field Kyle Jensen is got he's our right fielder's got a little pop and uh, he's a young kid as well and uh, I think he's gonna you know make a lot of people happy here with the hitting home runs he had 29 home runs last year between double a and triple a and then you know our pitching we got three guys in our relievers in the bullpen shot three young guys who throw 100 miles an hour um our committee's Caminero don't ask me to try to spell it Carter Caps, and then uh Jesus Sanchez, those guys can really bring some heat. So, you know, when you see triple figures up there on that speedometer, that's that's kind of exciting. No, it is. It's, it's, and it's, it just speaks to the level of baseball that gets played over at Zephyr Field. I, you know, I, I sometimes marvel, and that, I don't know if that's the right word, like you had 8,000 on opening night, and I know the weather gets a little sticky during the summer, but the quality of baseball that rolls in and out of that ballpark I wonder sometimes if if folks here really know the level of baseball that they have at their disposal in this city. You know what? I don't think – I do think there are some people that do. You know, I know you're out in the community, and I get out in the community and speak to these Kiwanis clubs and civic organizations. And, you know, when I rally off the list of names of players that not necessarily played for the Zephyrs, but I know you being a Cardinal fan, I mean, you think about some of the guys that have come through here – with St. Louis, that team that went to the World Series last year. I'm, I'm sitting at my home last year watching the World Series, and, you know, almost every single player that comes up to bat for St. Louis has played at Zephyr Field, and not just four or five years ago, like a lot of them in the last two years, you know, and, and that's just one team, you know, and then you got teams like the Iowa Cubs, the Chicago Cubs team, and I know we have a lot of Cubs fans here in this city, and there's a ton of, you know, Anthony Rizzo, who's now the Cubs' everyday first baseman, he was here at Zephyr Field you know, just two years ago, and, you know, it is amazing, you know, and I think a lot of people miss, you know, all the great talent that comes through here. When you talk about talent, of course, we have college baseball talent, and uh, was just reminiscing the other day about the 2005 Tulane Green Wave team, and Brian Bogusevic, a big part of that ball club, is now with you all, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, you know, Bogey was involved in a trade for Justin Ruggiano in the offseason from uh, – the Cubs to the Marlins and you know he was penciled in to be part of that opening day roster in Miami and you know they signed a couple of the free agents and Bogusevic came out a little slow you know spring training wise uh, I think he batted you know low 200 so he ends up getting up he ends up had to clear waivers so he had to go through the waiver process and he did clear and here he is as part of his efforts and you know I talked to him the other day and you know it's great to have a two-lane guy on the team certainly local ties and he said to me if I'm going to be in triple-a why wouldn't I want to be, you know, in New Orleans and back here? So, I mean, he's excited to be here, and you know how it is in baseball. All it takes is one sprained, you know, wrist or, you know, a hamstring, and, and there's a good chance if Bogey's swinging the bat well that he'll find his way up to the big leagues and be up there with the Marlins real soon. Will we have a reunion of Bogusevic and Micah Owings with the Zephyrs this season? This kind of came out of nowhere yesterday. Uh, I had no idea that our uh, – front office was in conversations with Micah Owings. Um, 
but uh, he signed with the Marlins yesterday. He is reported to extended spring training, which is, you know, he didn't go to spring training with any major league team, so they're going to work him up and, you know, get him into shape, make sure he's good to go. And, you know, part of his contract says that he'll be assigned to New Orleans when deemed necessary. And so I think there's a really good chance of this. Now, obviously, you know, Things change in baseball real quick. You know, if Bogusevic happens to be called up between now and then, we may not have it, you know, but I think it's going to happen. I think early May, you know, come on out here to the ballpark and, uh, you know, I, I know you're a big two-lane guy, so wear your, your, your green, and uh, I think we're going to have a reunion of that 2005 team, and Tommy Manziel is a free agent too, Sean, so who knows, you know, maybe we'll even get all three of them together. I tell you what, that would be that would be phenomenal. I would imagine uh, the Zephyrs would market this, wouldn't they, uh, uh, Tim? Absolutely. You know, when you get a local kid and you, you get local guys on the team, uh, well, they're all about it. And we know the fan support. We know everybody in this community loves local guys, whether they're UNO guys or Tulane guys or or LSU guys. We've got a kid, um, Aaron Nola, actually Austin Nola who's playing right now with our double-A team in Jacksonville. He had a great spring training. And, of course, our GM, Mike Schlein's on the phone with the Marlins saying, hey, you know, we'd like to see him in this effort uniform, and we'd like to see that NOLA on the front of the jersey for Aaron. uh, And it would be great to see him here. And uh, so, yeah, obviously we'll market it and try to put butts in the seats. Yeah, no doubt. Speaking of butts in seats, tomorrow folks can play hooky, can't they? Absolutely. It's one of those – Business person specials, 11 a.m. So come on out and, you know, grab some lunch, get some pulled pork nachos, a hot dog, pizza, cheeseburger, whatever you want, and watch some baseball. The weather's going to be great. That's going to be the first of several. We've got a few of them here in April, a few of them here in May, while the weather cooperates. Anything new at the ballpark this summer, Tim? Well, we got some new lights at the stadium, which obviously doesn't really affect the fans, but it affects our players. You know, the stadium lighting's been upgraded. Um, the state has, has done some other improvements to the stadium. We've added some new, some new items to the concession stands, you know, which everybody always likes. But um, the LSED, the state of Louisiana, are um, they're going to be doing a lot more improvements to the stadium and in the tune of about $10 million over the next year or two. So we've got a lot of big improvements coming here real soon. Are Fireworks Friday still your biggest events of the year? Yes, it is. I think that uh, people just can't get enough of fireworks. And we do that every Friday. Um, obviously, uh, we've got our Thirsty Thursdays with dollar beers on Thursday. And, you know, we do our post-game concerts and giveaways on Saturday and Kids Day Sunday. So, you know, but fireworks by far, you know, the number one night. Tim Grubbs, voice of the Zephyrs, with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Tim's on the radio with Ron Swoboda, especially for those home games. Uh, Tim, when the folks can't come out to the ballpark, how can they follow you in this ball club on the radio? Well, we can, we're on 106.1 FM, the ticket. Of course, you can listen to the games anywhere, ZephyrsBaseball.com or, you know, the Zephyrs app or TuneIn Radio. So we're there. And, of course, ZephyrsBaseball.com, the, the, the number one spot to, to get the latest news on the team. Outstanding. Digital media. You know, you must be on Twitter, too, then, right, Tim? Yeah, Zephyr's Baseball. So we, we got all the information out there. We were updating this constantly. And, you know, the second we signed uh, Mike Owings yesterday, that thing went out on Twitter. So uh, we're constantly out there trying to get that info out. All right, very good. All right, have a great call tonight. And uh, I may sneak out of work tomorrow and come over and see you. We'll see. All right, Sean, we'll have a great finish to the season. And I know uh, if you don't make it tomorrow, I know you'll be out here real soon. Absolutely. Tim Grubbs with us from the New Orleans Zephyrs AAA franchise 
of the Florida Marlins. When we come back, we'll go over to the practice facility for the Pelicans and get the latest post-practice. Every year, people whose statistics say would die from a serious health problem come to Auctioner and live. To us, nothing proves quality more than saving a life no one else could. In fact, on average, statistics say patients who come here are more likely to survive than at other hospitals in the state. Incredible outcomes aren't just happening at one hospital either. Seven of the top hospitals in the state for survival rates are Auctioner. We're also Louisiana's only hospital ranked by U.S. News & World Report in eight different specialties and number one in the country by care checks for liver transplant. It's no wonder people from all over the world come here. A higher quality of care, one more reason to choose Auctioner. And with hospitals and health centers all over the region, connecting is as easy as finding the Auctioner name. Learn more about why quality matters at auctionerquality.org. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Let's turn our attention to the Pelicans for a moment. The Pels are in action tomorrow night against the Phoenix Suns at uh, Smoothie King Center. Tickets start as low as $11 tomorrow night. There is a, a giveaway thanks to Entergy tomorrow night. It's Entergy Coastal Restoration Night at Smoothie King Center. And the Pelicans will look to uh, start to finishing strong here against uh, five very good teams to end the season. Three different opponents, and uh, the Pelicans certainly looking forward to ending their five-game losing streak after dropping all three on the West Coast road trip. The Pelicans have just wrapped up practice over their facility, literally across the parking lot here from Studio B. And with a report from today's practice, here's Daniel Sallerson. Thanks, Sean. Five more games to go for the Pelicans this year. They practice today, heading into their game against the Phoenix Suns tomorrow. Injuries were on the mind of the media and the coach, and he says that is one of the main concerns heading into these final five games. Health is a concern for us, just trying to keep guys healthy. We've, we've dealt with it all year long. Uh, we've lost uh, some games in a row. Um, we haven't been able to deal with runs effectively. You know, teams, whether we're up by a few points or uh, down by a couple, we haven't dealt with runs uh, the way that I think that we did in, in most of our games this year, especially in March. Speaking of injuries, Anthony Davis was bothered by those back spasms during the three-game road trip. Head coach Monty Williams commented on Anthony Davis's status. Structurally, everything's fine with his back, so that, that doesn't bother us as an organization. But uh, you do reach a point where you start to ask yourself some questions, and we've done that. But we're not in the mode of just sitting guys, especially when they want to play. You know, he, he's a guy that always wants to play and help his team. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's the NBA thing to get to this point in the season and just because you're not going to the playoffs to just – if guys didn't get paid, then you could do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But guys get paid to play in every game. And so that to me is – is uh, something that we take into consideration, but we also have a responsibility to make sure that he's good going forward. And if we see anything that's going to uh, put that into jeopardy or in jeopardy, we certainly wouldn't put him uh, in that category. 
And last but not least, some unfortunate news for Pelicans fans as head coach Monty Williams is not optimistic about Eric Gordon returning this season. He's getting evaluations on his knee. Um, you know, it's the same place we were the other day. I don't have anything new to report. I doubt that he'll play anymore this year, but that's just me. This is Daniel Salerson with your Pelicans practice report. Sean, back to you. All right, Daniel, thank you very much. And again, the Pelicans in action tomorrow night at 7 at Smoothie King Center against the uh, surprisingly very good Phoenix Suns battling for playoff positioning. Again, that's tomorrow night at 7. And we'll have the broadcast for you, of course, on the radio and on the television tomorrow night at the usual outlets. When we come back, we'll wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can always follow the show's Twitter account at Black Blue Report, or you can follow me personally at Sean Kelly Live. S-C-A-N-K-E-L-L-E-Y Live. Well, that'll pretty much do it for us on this Tuesday. We want to thank, of course, Ken Trahan, Tim Grubbs, and Daniel Salerson for their reports today. Enjoyed our Tuesday visit with you. Help us spread the word about the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. It is the Black and Blue Report. Don't forget tomorrow night the Pelicans are in action at the the Smoothie King Center starting at 7 against the Phoenix Suns. And again, uh, as a special thanks to Tim Grubbs and the Zephyrs today, I'll remind you that the Zs are home tonight against the Oklahoma City Redhawks and then home again for a businessman special tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. First pitch there. Steve Weish on the program tomorrow. Pelicans preview on the Black and Blue Report. And we'll look for you then right here, however you may be getting us, whether it's free through iTunes, on the Pelicans app, the Saints app, or the two team websites, NewOrleansSaints.com or Pelicans.com. I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.